Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut, the Friday, March 11th edition of the program. Great to have you with me, as always. We've got Biden announcing some new sanctions on Russia to stop the invasion of Ukraine. We will break that down for you. Plus, Jussie Smollett gets a few months in prison, and he is very unhappy about it, which is not surprising at all. But we will discuss that coming up here in a moment. Plus, COVID, I'm not done with them, even if they think they're going to just walk away from this thing and we're not going to be uh, having any accountability for it whatsoever. I refuse to let them just slide away as though it's all just no big deal. That is totally unacceptable to me. It should be unacceptable to you. I'm sure it is. So we will dive into that together, my friends. So that's coming up here on the Friday show Look, fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. For your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. Unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to fit your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solution that admires the brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at Novo.co slash buck. That's N-O-V-O dot slash buck. Listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. 
Novo.co slash buck to sign up for free. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA member, FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Biden this morning announcing more to happen in the Russia sanctions situation. Um, and, and here's what we're figuring out. Here's what we're seeing right now. There are some limits that the West is already willing to go to. I, I spoke this morning on Fox about the sending planes fiasco, um, the offer from Poland to give somewhat outdated but still capable MiG fighter planes to the Americans to give to the Ukrainians and from German soil. The idea being it's going to spread, sort of diffuse the sense that this is some kind of an escalation along a much broader uh, group uh, and, and essentially make sure that this is a NATO action de facto instead of a Polish action. But even the U.S. right now with the Biden administration calling the shots has said, no, they do not want to do this. And I, I've seen a lot of back and forth over why won't we? We're already giving them uh, missiles. We're already sending ammunition. We've sent lots of weapons. Why don't we give them planes? Well, because planes are a bigger deal. That's the that's the essence of this. And Vladimir Putin may view it as such. It's really all about what he thinks. And we could say all day planes, missiles, all the same. OK, well, what's Putin's response to this going to be? The Russian Air Force is also very large and likely to be able to defeat whatever planes we help get in the air in Ukraine rather quickly. And so when you take that into account, would this even really be a game changer this, I think some people worry would be a we sent planes in. It didn't work. Now it's time for a no fly zone. I think that may be the next step that is concerning some on our side of it. And on the other side of it, there's what does Putin do at, at, at every step of this? If we actually were to send planes, what does Putin do? So we have to keep this in mind. It's not just about our view of it or our allies view. The enemy very much gets a vote and the enemy has shown himself to be. Uh, a well a massive uh invasion capable state i mean they've decided to go all in for this at this stage we have to be very careful about this um and then there are others who are saying you know what we need to just punch the bully in the nose i mean here's representative uh, waltz member of congress former special forces guy i like congressman waltz a lot he's like we gotta just tell putin we're gonna keep essentially we need to get ahead of him and escalate before he does. I think the, the messaging is, and the message that we're sending Putin uh, is not only wrong, uh, it, it could be provocative. Uh, this White House is so afraid of provoking Putin, uh, that's why they didn't give stingers early on, that's why they didn't, they didn't give anti-ship missiles early on that could have been used for deterrent. I think uh, uh, Attorney General Barr is absolutely right, the time to give the bigs was then. Uh, you know, Putin is living rent free in this administration's head. He's actually deterring us. He's deterring us, but that's because we don't want to get involved in this war. No one knows what happens. I mean, this is the part of it that they won't tell you. The moment that a U.S. plane shoots down a Russian plane or a Russian shoots down, Russian plane shoots down an American one. What happens after that? Nobody knows. I guess you could theorize that we would say, oh, well, we, we don't want to go beyond that. So let's just kind of chalk that one up to fog of war and see if the Kremlin accepts it. I think that's very unlikely. 
Um, the likely response would be that the Russians would dramatically escalate the deployment of their air force and surface-to-air missiles. Remember, the Russians can have surface-to-air missiles on their territory. I don't even mean Ukrainian territory they've, see- they've seized on Russian territory and shoot hundreds of miles into Ukraine to shoot down anything in the sky. So we, we can't match that. And if we shoot down without clear escalation, if we start shooting down Russian planes from NATO soil, from NATO countries with surface to air missiles, then the Russians, their only response to that would have to be uh, aerial strikes against those SAMs. And, and now now that's war. Now you're in a war. Now you've taken military action against another sovereign state that is going to respond as though you are trying to defeat them militarily. This stuff gets very scary very quickly. I mean, you even have to think about this. And, and I mean, really think about it. What do we do if, if Russia decided, uh, and right now they wouldn't do it. There's, there's no need for them right now to fire a low-yield uh, tactical nuclear weapon, for example, because there doesn't seem to be enough of a concentration of Ukrainian forces anywhere. They wouldn't want to escalate to that level at this stage. They are getting what they want so far in Ukraine, despite all the analysis of the heroic resistance and everything else you've been hearing. The Russian noose is tightening around Ukraine's neck. That is happening right now. But if they did that, what would we do? We're not going to fire nuclear weapons at Moscow, right? Because then we know that now you're talking about all the nightmares of the former Soviet Union, mutually assured destruction era. right? So we're not going to do that. So what do we do? And what does a war with Russia even look like? I mean, how, how, how would we fight it? Where would we uh, stop that? There is a momentum to these things that is very hard to foresee. And once it gets going, it's almost impossible to stop. And that is why we're, we're, we should be very cautious about this. I understand the Biden administration is full of imbeciles who do not live in the real world and have made tons of mistakes. And this is a war that never should have happened. All of that said, the stakes here are too high for us to just think because the Biden people are saying this, it must be wrong. If what they are saying is fair minded and accurate, we're talking about a war here. We, we have to we have to make sure we see it as such and don't go, oh, well. Just because Tony Blinken says it, it must be wrong. I know we are in a hyper-partisan environment, and I blame the Democrats for that much more so than I would the Republicans. But the point is, the stakes here, friends, this is not about the minimum tax rate. This is not about whether we're going to allow in you know, 50,000 or 100,000 refugees in any given calendar year. This is the big stuff, and we've got, it, we've got to get it right. I don't pretend to have all the answers. I will say that I've been telling you since the beginning of this, the... Uh, the almost uh, euphoria that was being sh- uh, sent all over the Internet about how the Ukrainians were kicking the Russians asses. I said, that's not going to last. And it didn't, uh, because if you understand the Russian mentality and the Russian military capability, then you'd know the, the chances of Putin just saying, OK, we're going to walk out of this thing. Then then he will get deposed, probably. If he had marched in and three days later marched out, I mean, I think there there would have been a tremendous amount of pressure on him. People would have said, look at what you've done to us. You've destroyed our international standing and made our economy a shadow of what it used to be. For what? And he would have no answer. So he is in this thing until the end, friends. I think you have to see it as such. I don't think Putin sees a world without Russian victory in Ukraine as as possible, certainly as, as in any way desirable. He wants to win this thing no matter what the costs are to his own people. And for him, this is the, this is the big move. 
There's nothing about Chechnya, Georgia, even taking Crimea. Those were all those were all taking pawns off the chessboard. He, he's going for the queen here, so to speak. He's going after something big. And when someone sees it that way, you have to understand that any response that you have is through, on their side, a lens of, I have to win this. I have to win this. So that's why I think it's important to be very cautious. All right, well, we'll get into the Jussie Smollett thing here for a couple of minutes, and then I'll make sure you go off in your weekend uh, ready to relax, kick back, all that good stuff. If you run a small business, you got to know who's running your HR. If the answer is I'll figure it out myself or no one, remember, one employee can turn your world upside down, devastate your business with a complaint, a lawsuit. That's why you need Bambi, folks. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours. You can automate the most important HR practices you have and get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. And it's available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year, but with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Go to Bambi.com slash buck. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck right now for your free HR audit. Bambi.com slash buck. Jussie Smollett decides, well, first off, here's the Cook County judge, James Lynn, sentencing uh, him. You need to hear this. I'm fashioning the following sentence, and here's your sentence. I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. Spending over 100 days in jail. Jesse Smollett, um, he's obviously a little bit, got a little bit of a screw loose. Um, but I just remember Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, so many Democrats. What happened to Jesse Smollett was horrible. I knew he was lying right away. I went on, on the record publicly the first week of this whole story. I was like, this is bull crap. There's no way this happened to him. And I had all these blue checks. You're such an idiot. You're such a racist. Why don't you believe him? Well, I was right. Do you think any of them ever reach out to you afterwards? This is people, they make a living supposedly speaking the truth and reporting. Do you think any of them reach out and say, wow, Buck, you were right. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said all those horrible things because you just saw the truth when I was being a dumbass. No, of course not. Because being a dumbass is the price of being in good stead with the left. Being a dumbass is what you have to be willing to do to be woke. Wokeness means you have to say things like men can get pregnant. Wokeness means you have to accept the unreality of whatever the left tells you. And Jussie Smollett, he's woke, that's for sure. Play for I am not suicidal. Okay? I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. 
and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. Delusional, theatrical, pretending to be a civil rights hero. Jussie Smollett, everybody. Good friend of Kamala Harris's, Joe Biden, came right to his defense. Oh, yes. Huge liar, finally going to jail. Is it long enough? At least he's going to jail. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for hanging out here on the Buck Sexton Show. I will talk to you Monday. Shields high. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.